Today on the Homeboys Podcast, we are talking about interest rates and where you should be investing right now. We're going to cover the markets in America you should focus on and what those secret factors are to pay attention to. Stay tuned. You're kicking it with the Homeboys. You're kicking it with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast. We are excited to have you today. We are talking about interest rates. Everyone's talking about it. The stock market's going crazy. Everyone thinks the sky is falling down. It is nuts, but stay calm. We're going to talk to you about the markets you can invest in right now. I'm here with my buddy, Mr. Scott Adams. What up? It's fun to be back in here with you. I've missed it a little bit. It has been a while. We've uh, we've been traveling a little bit this summer. Yeah. Opposite of one another. I was gone. You were gone. Kind of did that a few times. But uh, the homeboys are back, baby. That's right. While we were gone, uh, had some interest rate increases. It's pretty nuts, man. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. We uh, we were just kind of hanging out, um, you know, talking about it with uh, with our sales director just a little bit ago, and. I don't know. It's it's. There's a lot of conflicting opinions, and I think that even you and I kind of conflict a little bit. And you know, normally we're always so locked in, you know, with one another. But uh, you know, I I was talking primarily about you know some of the higher priced real estate in our market and how I think oh, I mean, it's it's definitely going to depreciate. You were a little bit more hesitant on it, um, but yeah, I think we both can agree it's kind of wild. Yeah, I. I- and we're not very far apart on that stuff. I just I, I have a question about supply and um, how much pent up demand there is, and then you you factor in the cost to build uh, a new million dollar home, and it makes those homes that are million you know four hundred thousand plus in our market still fairly attractive. But nonetheless, that's not important for investors. That's the good news. None of that stuff should be a focus for you. It's just a way for you to look at things and scare yourself. In our careers, um, we've seen interest rates anywhere. I would say the average range was all the way from 9% when I first got into it, all the way down to insanely 2% over these last few years. So where we are is fairly par right now. And we we want people to understand that that there is a, a way to invest in investment real estate through a lot of different interest rate climates, including the one we're currently in. You just have to focus on a couple of things more seriously than you would have before. It limits you, A, where you can purchase real estate, and B, you have to look at market rents um, a little a little more closely than you would before. Because for a while now, rentals have worked in most American cities, most with interest rates a little higher, the returns are not there in many cities anymore. So it, it's time to focus in on the cities that work. I think my big one of my biggest points when you're talking about the rate before we get into the areas to invest in is there's got to be a shift in everyone's thinking because people say, well, I'm not going to buy now because rates were just two, were just at 2%, you know, and I think people have got to forget about 2%. It never should have been at 2%, in my opinion. 
Um, it's never should have really gotten below four, in my opinion. I think that going low is part of what's created, um, you know, this the craziness in the market right now. You know, if uh, you know if you were to buy something today in the six seven range, you know, you, if you get back to four or five at some point, you know, the person could look to to refinance. But I don't think people should look at it like if they're going back to two. Right, and like you said, it. If and when interest rates go down, whatever they go to, whether it's two or four, you can always refinance the properties that you have. That's always the option. But the option won't be to buy in again. Prices historically are go in one direction. Real estate appreciates. Now, I'm not saying it's a straight line and it doesn't go up and down because it does. Real estate is cyclical. It's bumpy. It's bouncy. But at the same time, the... The pricing does go up over time. So you buy in now if it works. And in order to buy in now, you have to find a place where housing is still affordable and rents are strong. That's a very hard matrix to hit an X on because there's a lot of markets where real estate is really inexpensive. We were just looking at at uh, the, the average, the median priced home in America state by state. And at the bottom of that list, there are some states where you and I wouldn't invest in. And it's not that that state isn't a great place or doesn't have some great cities. It just does not have markets that we feel strongly about that work for um, um, remote owning of properties. You know, down there, there's Mississippi. There's just uh, West Virginia. Again, great states, but not places where we suggest you invest. However... Once you start creeping up, great states are they? Great states? I don't know. <laughs> I've had some good. I've been through Mississippi before. Like I don't know if I want to go back. Oh man, I had a great. I've been time in Tunica though. Tunica's pretty fun. Tunica, Biloxi. Biloxi, Biloxi was is great. Fun. I take that back. It is. It is cool. I slept on the beach there. For really? Two days. Yeah. With, with good old John Lysak. <laughs> that I don't doubt. Yeah. That I don't doubt. But, yeah. uh, well, I take that back. You know, I. I shouldn't say this. I could get myself in trouble and look bad in front of someone that I've I've been introduced to at one point, but. I remember there was a, a a turnkey provider from Mississippi at one of the events that we spoke at. Um, it's been f- five plus years ago, right? And I remember thinking, people in this room would have to be out of their minds to buy what this person is putting yeah. putting up there on that screen. What it was, it was junk, right? And um, you know, we went back and looked at some of the numbers from like the income standpoint, and man. <laughs> I don't know. It it, it, was it didn't make sense. So whenever I said that about Mississippi, I probably I wasn't thinking about the the cool touristy fun areas right. that, you know, I, I was thinking about uh, that person at at that event. You know exactly who I'm talking yeah. about. Well, that's um, the thing. Most of the cities where properties will be available to folks in these states that we don't believe people should focus on are in those bad markets. Right. You you know the the Biloxi, Mississippi, um, those kind of spots. They don't have great returns. So mm-hmm. you're in middle of, of Mississippi, yeah. you know. And, again, I don't want to just crap on the bottom list. Uh, I do. I just list. want to sit here and just, like, yeah. hate speech right. on all these, all these <laughs> markets that if, suck. Yeah. If you're from Mississippi, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, like, after after Washington, though, going back and looking at, like, the the school ratings. Yes. And being like, holy right. crap. Right. Like, I mean, they – Forget IQ. Like, right. I mean, it was it was it was very scary. Yeah, their website said Wee's got the best schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something. It was something. But uh, but I, 
you know, there there are markets out there though. We you know we joke about Mississippi, and you know, right. there, there's other areas too that are very gimmicky that people you know are able yeah. to rope people into. But there are a lot of areas that you know we still believe in. Thankfully, you know our our city where we're based out of is is one of is one of those cities on the list. We're very lucky because if if you look at the sweet spot that you're trying to go for, which is a very low average median cost of the home versus strong rents. Indianapolis and our state of Indiana hits that bullseye above all the others. And we're very lucky. We're very lucky because we didn't choose Indiana because of that. We're both from Indiana, born and bred. And so it just happens to be that way. But we're in the region that we're where there are good returns. You've got Ohio. You've got spots within Illinois outside of Chicago. Chicago numbers don't work. You've got Michigan. Some parts of Michigan can work. You've got Kentucky. There aren't m- many great turnkey providers in Kentucky that we've seen out there on, on the road show. I don't know of any. Yeah. But but on paper, their numbers look good. There just hasn't been a supply. Why isn't there? Louisville's amazing. I agree. Like, it's phenomenal city. I agree. You and I have looked at uh, – at uh, Owensboro, mm-hmm. adding some Owensboro uh, properties mm-hmm. for our clients. Yep, and we'll continue to. But um, there's some, there's some sweet spots. If you just look at the data of the the median home prices, and you pick the the states that are doing the best out of those states, like Indiana, Ohio, states that have population growth, um, lower than average uh, unemployment rates. It's, it's kind of surprising to see that some of the strongest states as far as those underlying economic values are still the lowest price. And Indiana is, is the star of the show of that. It's unbelievable to, to me that we are, have the sixth lowest in the country average home price. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about uh, the market and what's going on. Um, you know, we're seeing that you know we're able to to pick up some more houses where we've struggled. Yep. You know this summer was was rough. I mean, you know we were competing against uh, Wall Street and owner occupants, and that's a that's a tough recipe for yeah. for for victory. Um, so like I'm I'm excited about you know we our buying has we've got a decent little uptick, yep. um, and I think there's going to be opportunity, and I I think that because there's a lot of people that have ran to the sidelines, especially owner occupants. They're not out like they were at the beginning of summer. That's you know, right. They've, they've retreated. Yep. Um, I think this is the time that investors need to be looking. You know, don't be scared of what's going on. Base it off of cash flow. You know, if the cash flow works, it's still a good investment to get into. Right. You know, and there's plenty of areas where cash flow is non-existent. You know, we've got a huge percentage of our customers is out of the Bay Area, um, in San Francisco, and. Um, you know, there's no such thing as cash flow out there. Right. You're buying on speculation and appreciation solely. Yeah. Um, and in some ways, cash flow, as long as you're positive, it's almost the least important thing, even though it's the number one thing real estate, uh, novice real estate investors focus on. They look at how much per month they make. They say, okay, my mortgage on this and all my expenses will be X and my rent is Y. That's I'll be making $200 spread per month on that. That's great. You and I look at a lot of factors beyond that. That's just the first one. We want to make sure mm-hmm. that the property cash flow is positive. But you're you're also you can't forget all of those other factors that really help, which is your tenants paying down your mortgage for you. Um, you're paying it back with more with with unjust inflation adjusted dollars, which matters right now because each year that's eight percent in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, there's all these other factors that add up to, uh, there's appreciation. There's all these other factors that make this a great time to buy. And we were sitting in our office last week, I think, talking with another seasoned investor who is doing the exact same thing we are, which is cranking up buying right now. Does he think there could be a pullback in the market? Absolutely. Do we? Yeah, that's very possible. Do we care? No. Now is we're buying now. When you say pullback in the market, what do you mean? You well, talking real estate uh, particularly, yeah. or just the overall, you know, I, national I, economy? Well, I I meant well the national economy. It's for sure happening in real estate. I we've I not to speak for us both, but we think it's likely, especially with within certain sectors of real estate. Right. This is where I'm going. Yeah. So so to, so yeah. tell. Uh, share with them what you and I were just talking about, that you were looking at uh, homes for sale here in our state. And for some people, this is going to blow their mind that 400000 to a $1 million buys you mansions here, but it does. Yeah. Um, my take was that more of the, the more expensive you know homes here in our area are going to go down in value. So if you're talking the more affluent neighborhoods um, of Indianapolis, the Carmel, um, the Fishers, Noblesville, you know, the north side of, of Indianapolis, there's really nothing available under 400. And I know some of our listeners listening out there think, oh my gosh, 400, that's a, that's a bargain. We're talking Indiana here, folks. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta come down to our numbers, but um, it's, that's still, that's always historically been an expensive home, you know, here in Indiana and throughout, throughout our careers. You know, I remember when I first got into real estate, there was practically, uh, you know, just a, a dozen or so properties that were a million dollars or more in our entire MLS. You know, now there's million dollar homes everywhere and it's amazing how little a million dollars will get you. So let's just start with that. You know, there's lots of million dollar homes over the last 10 years that have come into play here in our market. So let's say the house is $1 million. You know, the, 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 the rate has gone up roughly. Let's just say it's 5% for numbers sake. That's $50,000 of interest a year. Gone. So You're saying their payment would be $50,000 a year higher. Correct. Their total payment. So you take 50, you divide it, you divide it, you know, by 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 12. That's just let's call it four thousand dollars a month. Four thousand dollar a month difference than it was six months ago. You know, I was gonna I was gonna say 120 days ago. Right. But but yes, you know. Just think of that, $4,000. Right. I mean, that takes literally everybody. You look at the, 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 the average you know, income or even the upper income of Indianapolis, that puts everyone at a pause. And you're like, oh, well, uh, you know, the, the ultra-wealthy that write, writing a check for real estate. My argument was like, we have practically nobody writing a check for a million-dollar home in Indiana. I mean, it's so few, right. you know, it's so few and, and, and far between, right. you know, those, those higher prices, they, you know, homes have got to go down take it down, you know, $500,000. Well, that's still $20,000 a year difference, you know, in, in, in interest, you know, you're talking 17, $1,800 a month difference right. in payment, you know, in 500,000. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It takes a lot of people out of the game. It does. But it also pushes people into a different sector, which it can be good for investors in a way because this downward pressure. So those people can no longer afford buying a $400,000 plus house. Suddenly they are entering 
the market that's below the $400,000 price point where there's already a ton of pressure, not enough housing in most markets. And, um, mind you, I'm not, I'm not saying that I think values are going to go down here in Indianapolis under four or 500,000. I don't believe that. I think that you get up to the upper tier of real estate. It's got one place to go. I don't, I don't think there's going to be enough buyers to sustain that market, but, but the lower, Say you get into the investment property that that we facilitate. There's no way it's going down. I mean, I mean, I'm I I, I truly I truly believe that. I know you because do. you you look at the markets. We're in good neighborhoods, good properties in good neighborhoods only. Go to the MLS and look at what's available under two hundred thousand. Right. Just look. There's nothing. Right. There's nothing. Yeah, and you builders see three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollar homes. The mark, the, the the inventory, is is already creeping up, you know, pretty substantially. But there's nothing under. Yeah, and builders have not been building in that price point for a very long time since because, the Great Recession. Yeah, because Before they can the Great they can make more money by by building houses in that three hundred plus price point for our market. Again, we're talking. So there, we, we think that there's a little bit of safety in. The focus, if you're focused on those first-time home buyer type of rental properties. Which we always do. Which is what we focus on. So if you're in middle America, a lot of markets in Ohio, uh, Michigan, Indiana, those are the areas to focus on. These, er- these, these states that somehow have some of the strongest economic factors, yet their cost of living is so low. At the same time, if you look at average rents, which we'll throw up on the screen for everyone, um, you'll see that a lot of these these states in middle America have strong rents. So they're at the bottom 10% as far as pricing, but the rents are in the you know not in the bottom 25%. You know, they're more towards that 50% mark. Mm-hmm. So you've got average prices really low and rents really strong. So there's going to be really folk you've got to focus in on the markets that'll work through these times because you're getting squeezed. Interest rates are squeezing what you can buy and where it works. And we would argue that now more than ever is the time to focus in on buying up everything you can. It's a great time to be buying. We're doing it. You know, yeah. all of the other seasoned investors that we hang out with are doing it. There's there's an it's very unlikely that we will get flooded with houses in in that market because there's such a shortage. I don't think people really can grasp how much of a shortage of those houses are and how no one is working on fixing it. No one is building these houses. No one is. We tried to build them in a, a suburb just north of where we are here in, in Fishers, um, and the mayor shot us down. We wanted to build first-time homebuyer houses. We wanted to offer some to the open market for anyone looking for, you know, a price point under three hundred thousand, and offer some for our clients. And the mayor said, "No, thanks. We've got this two other companies that want to build five hundred plus thousand dollar houses. You can't build it. Mayors won't even let you build them, even though there's a shortage. So, you know, we feel I think like those mayors are about to come back now. They well, I mean, that, that one did. Yeah, that one's already called us and mm-hmm. said." Would you be interested in that? But I think you're going to see that a lot. I mean, you know, people could be picky when the market was on fire and rates were at two percent. You know, everyone you know had the opportunity to be picky, and you know right. now 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 that's over. Go, going backwards, you know, I mean, me saying that about the difference in payment on uh, the million dollar homes. You know, I'm saying that 
as optimism for the markets that we, you know, the price point that, that we operate in. We have never put an investor into a single family investment of over, we ever even put one over 300? I don't, I don't not that think I can, so. Not that I yeah. can recall. So I'm talking about markets that don't affect the investors, and that's the point. You know, that, that's, right. not, that's, that's not going to affect us. It's not going to affect the investors that we have. In some ways, you it know. could benefit us. I think again, it does. Those people can't afford those houses, and they're going to start looking at houses more in, the, more in this price range where, mm. where we are. There's already so much pressure on that price point that I don't think you can't time it. You, you, even if you had a, it, it's impossible to time. The smartest people cannot time real estate perfectly. And even if you could, we don't believe there's going to be a pullback in in investment level real estate. The prices, there's just too much of a shortage of it. And again, anything can happen. If rates went to 15%, would there be a pullback? Yeah, I think things would come to a screeching halt. But, but barring some giant ca- catastrophe, I can't imagine how values can come down. And this is coming from two guys who have been through cycles where they were everything comes crashing down. I know it's a real possibility. We aren't just uh, you know the ha- the the cup is half full kind of guys. In fact, we're the opposite. You know. I definitely am. Yeah, I mean we're we're pessimists. Little, little whiny bitch. Right. You are. <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you that forever. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I am. I get it. You know, but I'm in a house full of estrogen. It's mm-hmm. just kind of just kind of wears off, you know. But, uh, but you yeah, know, but I, we aren't we aren't all all warm and fuzzy guys about thinking everything's going to go smooth and prices will never come down. Correct. But I think it's important to really hone in on on the type of house that we're talking about. We're talking about long term rentals in nice neighborhoods, single family. Um, you know, we're not talking about you know resort areas. Um, right, you know, uh, beach, or, you know, communities. We're we're talking about or on the other end, boring homes in the Midwest. Right, you know, and or on the other end, a neighborhood full of all rentals. No, these these homes that we focus in are in neighborhoods where there's not a ton of rentals. There's a, it's it's mostly by a far margin owner occupants in these neighborhoods. Good family homes in good areas, and I know that sounds so vague. Good homes in good areas. But if you won't send your mom out to that property after, after 10 o'clock at night when it's dark, then that's not the area we focus on, mm-hmm. you know? And then again, on the other end of that scale, yeah. If uh, I wouldn't send you out in a lot of them. You got guns coming out of every <laughs> orifice of your body. I do have guns coming out of every orifice. <laughs> but there's a lot of, there's, I mean, I think it's important to note though, because we've watched a lot of investment providers across the country come in and try to make that crap work. Yeah. You know, in fact, many of them here in our own town try to make the garbage of a particular area. Yeah, beware. Work. I mean, beware right now. Scary. I mean, They're going to start trying correct. to peddle that stuff again because the numbers don't work on their good product in a lot of these great cities where there's been some great cities to invest in that have, that have kind of fallen out of favor as prices have gotten too high. An example is Atlanta, Georgia, or I was in love with Charlotte for a long time. Phoenix. Great. Phoenix, Phoenix was a one. great one. But then the pricing got too high. Vegas. Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, they're great investment per, uh, towns for a certain period until they're priced out. Correct. And the only way in is to buy the garbage of the garbage, which doesn't work no matter what city you're in. So beware because people are going to start – 
trying to peddle you junk in those markets. Don't stay glued to a market you're in. If you're in Atlanta and the pricing gets too high and it doesn't work, it's okay to have properties. In fact, it's probably smart to have properties in multiple cities. Don't spread yourself too thin. But at the same time, don't go chasing a town as it prices you out. You know, there's a lot of really good markets to invest in out there. You know, we happen to be in one of the best ones, um, you know, period for it. So mm -hmm. if you're invested in other places and you're ready to start looking at another place, come see us. We'll show you around. We'll show you what we've got. I think, I think it'll blow people's minds how affordable and what great returns we can still get here. Any cities that you outside of Indianapolis that you're big on right now? Well, Cincinnati was uh, is good on that list. Low um, low average costs. It's just kind of like rents. Indianapolis. I mean, it it's is. only an hour and a half away. Yeah, you know, it is. I like Indianapolis thing. better. It's a it, Indianapolis has better mm -hmm. economics. It's a newer city. It's uh, it's it's governed better with uh, it's more pro business and and has some other factors that are great. Um, there's both of our football teams suck. Yeah, Cleveland is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you and I. Uh, I say the Bengals are zero and two, and yeah. we're one and one right yeah. now. Both of us were supposed to be pretty decent, and oh, we were. I didn't even know we were. Supposed we had to be high decent. hopes. Yeah. Cincinnati had really high hopes. Their quarterback's the real deal, but yeah. he's got no offensive line. Yeah, you know? <laughs> six sacks or something yeah, last something, weekend. Something crazy. It's like the most through like two games <laughs> yeah. in franchise history. It's so but, sad. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Midwestern cities. I mean, just to name those two: is Cincinnati, Indianapolis. Um, if you can find anything in Louisville, that would be a good one. The numbers work there. Problem is, we haven't ever seen a great turnkey provider come out of Louisville. We just haven't. Isn't that wild? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Wish we had more hours in our day. Yeah, we don't. But yeah, and and. It's it's hard to open multiple markets. Mm -hmm. You you can only be an, an expert in one area. That's a really good point. Because you know we've seen over the years like where someone will, you know, show up at some real estate event and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm now in, and now I'm in this one, yeah. and it's like not geographically close either. It's a little you know outside. And have you ever seen one of those work? Well, they haven't stuck around for very long, so no. there's your answer. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it work. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do if you, you, you know, real estate is localized. Real estate is mm -hmm. localized. We're experts here where we are. You we know? also saw one guy out of Chicago that tried to be a uh, expert in you know the North Indianapolis market. Well, that's right. That we, we looked him up the other day, and he got <laughs> arrested on a boat. Yeah, full of guns <laughs> in the Bahamas <laughs> with a fake passport. <laughs> <laughs> the, but the the boat's name was uh, the name of the boat was chilling like a villain. Chilling like a villain, yeah. <laughs> you can't make yeah. it up. And they raided him on his boat. Correct. With all his guns. Well, I tell you what, if uh, if you're investing with uh, someone that's got a boat named Chilling Like a Villain, Run. you may want to look somewhere else. <laughs> Run. Probably not your probably not your person. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's about to be a lot of bad stuff coming out as far as houses goes because people who are chasing returns right now returns are getting squeezed and so what happens is in order to keep customers coming people start peddling crap that looks great on paper and isn't doesn't return in reality so beware start to pay really close attention to that. Any last advice on interest rates? Nobody no. knows. Nobody knows. And, you know, you, you, you got to, you can't just 
buy real estate, be a real estate investor when it's perfectly convenient, when all the things, when it's 2% uh, interest rates and the prices are super low. This is a way of life. This is a way, this is a mindset, as you always say. This is about investing in quality assets that will create generational wealth. And if you get caught up in the minutia of small returns for a period, you're you're going to miss the boat and you're going to miss years and years of appreciation. You're going to miss years and years of a tenant paying down that mortgage. If you bought a house now and you made no cash flow over the next 10 years, right? But you the mortgage got paid down. You got some appreciation most likely over a 10-year period versus waiting to buy that house in 10 years. Which person is in better shape in 10 years from now? Which person? Tell me. Simple. It's the person who bought now. You can't sit on the sidelines waiting for it to be perfect. I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in it's a marathon, you know, not a sprint. And I kind of closing out this show, I, I do this uh, devotional with my daughters every night. And the big tagline of this devotional, it's an audio thing. Um, you know, to, today, Try to be a little bit less go, 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 and more slow, slow, slow. And I think that it rings true in life in general. I think that we're all way too busy, and we've got to slow down and enjoy one another. You know, uh, keep your loved ones close to you. You know, relish the good times instead of just the index finger lifestyle on, on mm-hmm. social social media. But real estate, it's it's a lot the same. You know, we we advise people to keep it boring, you know, these Midwest good properties, good neighborhoods, family neighborhoods, you know, good good rental, um, you know, prices, good quality tenants, you know, keep it boring. You know, everyone wants to go to the beach, or everybody wants to, you know, Airbnb this or that. You know, keep it boring. Go slow, 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 and you can become a millionaire very quickly. People think that you got to go and get it, you know, done right away. No, you you buy a house or two. You stabilize it. You you add to it. You you know it grows over time. You you, know? you can become an Indiana type millionaire, not a New York type millionaire. Yeah, we don't like those people growing up in in Bentleys and. Well, what I mean is, stuff. you and I went to New York and looked at what a million dollar gets you. Oh yeah, yeah. well that's, that's, that's not a different. Much. That's a that's a different thing. You know, we were also in the Bay Area not too terribly long ago, and I just pulled up Zillow and was like. Oh, it's a thousand square feet for two million dollars. Right, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. But what a world. But anyhow, that's our show for this week. We really appreciate you joining us. We are committed to bringing you sound real estate advice. The sky is not falling. Rates are crazy. They've went up, but there's still opportunity out there. Go to the cash flow. It still works. Keep your ears down to the ground and talk to smart people like this man over here. He'll take good care of you. Till next time. Happy investing.